What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Hey, welcome to Behind the Curtain, a What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Danny Myers. No Alon on this particular show. We do the Behind the Curtain scenes uh, shows a little separate. But today, I have got an entertainer to introduce you to. Uh, she is a feature entertainer, she is a pole dancer, she is an aerialist, and she is Autumn Knights. How are you? I'm good, Danny. How are you? I'm doing great. First of all, uh, where are you from? I uh, grew up in Washington State, moved to Portland, Oregon pretty young, and then uh, during the pandemic in 2020, moved to Dallas, Texas. And you're in Dallas right now? Yes. Okay. Now, I think most of the people that listen to this show, um, they know what a feature entertainer is. They obviously know what a pole dancer is, but aerialist could be a term that they might not be familiar with. So tell me what an aerialist is. Um, an aerial acrobat, a performer that I guess specializes in apparatuses that are mostly connected to the ceiling um, exclusively. So uh, in some cases, people include pole as an aerial apparatus. In other cases, they don't. But usually it's like a the most common thing people know about is Cirque du Soleil. So the silks hanging from the ceiling, the hoop hanging from the ceiling, trapeze, classic circus like that. And you do all of that, right? I do. Yes, I do a lot of different <laughs> apparatuses. I've been doing aerial for 11 years now. Wow. Started at 11, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it was, I think, six months ago. I'm going to take you back about six, seven months ago. It was the um, Exotic Dancer Publications Expo. They do one of these every year in Vegas. And that was where I first heard the name Autumn Nights. And I didn't know a whole lot about you. Uh, you are a newcomer on the scene, and uh, you went and did their um, their national, I guess, uh, well, the the national pole contest of all of the contestants and all the entertainers that came to Expo. You did that, and you won. Yes. What was that like? Um, I didn't know what to expect because it was my first time at Expo. Uh, I know that they do a competition similar to this every year, uh, and at first it was labeled a lingerie competition, so I was like... Maybe we're just going to prance around. I have no idea, but it ended up being more of a pole competition. Uh, and so it was like one minute at a time, basically. We all took turns going up and doing our best. And I was I was very surprised to have won, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was there for a little bit of it. Um, it there was a lot of contestants in that thing. Do you have any idea how many there were? Oh, gosh. 25 or 30, I want to say. Yeah, it seemed like a lot, um, and and it went by so quick. So uh, congratulations on winning that, the first time you ever did something like that on ED level. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then uh, a, a few months after that, I saw you at Michael's Men's Club. That was the Stripper Olympics, and you were in that. Uh, tell me about your experiences at, at the Stripper Olympics. That was super fun. Um, it was really fun to have the three different categories. Um, the lap dance, the floor show, and the pole section. Uh, there was another, there was quite a few contestants in that too. So each section took quite a while to rotate back around, which was kind of interesting because you kind of get ready and then you'd get really nervous and then you would do your show and then you'd calm down for a little while and then you'd do it all again. <laughs> and so by the end of it, I think we were all pretty like, Adren adrenaline fatigued 
Yeah, I was doing the interviews of all the contestants. You did not seem stressed at all. You seemed like so calm. And I so so if you were stressed, you fake it well. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I get I get nervous, even though I've been performing for, you know, dancing for 14 years and performing aerial for gosh, nine or 10 now. And then everything getting into featuring, I still I get nervous every time. Yeah, I I I get nervous when I get in a new club too. So, uh, you know, I, I can see that. And I've been doing it longer than you have, we'll just say. <laughs> so I want to talk about your performance at Michael's Men's Club at the uh, Stripper Olympics, because uh, again, I had just heard your name just a few months before, didn't really know anything about you. Um, and somebody said she's somebody to watch. So I remember standing out there and watching, and it would have been your, your aerial show that you were doing down there. And I remember, I guess there was like a, a two second spot in there that you did so much in two seconds. It was a, a flip, a whip, a turn and everything up there on this, on this uh, lira or hoop to those of you who don't know what a lira is. And I'm just, I, it was just one of those WTF moments. Like, no, she didn't just do that. Can That's when you want you, you really wish you had a DVR built in your brain so you could just kind of replay it over and over. I mean, I have never seen what you did. Uh, it was just, it was very, very impressive. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was, uh, that was great. And then of course, when Jeremy finally released the video of that, I got to watch it again and uh, very, very <laughs> impressive. Now, are there, do you have any videos on YouTube that people can watch and see what you do? Um, I do have a few. Yes. Um, I have a few under my autumn nights, um, YouTube channel. I don't do a whole lot of YouTube, but I do a lot of Instagram and I post mostly shorter clips to there. So I have, um, 30, 30 seconds to a minute sections of my aerial performances on my Instagram and my reels. You guys got to check that. And let's continue on with the Michaels men's club. You won the entire thing. I did. <laughs> Which means that next year, when the, or this year, when it comes up again, you are the host. Yes, I am very nervous about that. <laughs> <laughs> I will give speaking you. Speaking is something that always makes me nervous. I like feel much better with a prop in my hand, mm -hmm. you know, shaking my butt, but a microphone, different feel. <laughs> oh, well, I'll give you my suggestion and everybody gets down there a day early. Get down there a day early, practice talking on the mic so you can hear yourself and hear what you sound like. And, and you'll be fine when you get out there. You'll be fine. And Jeremy is a trip to work with. So, you know, I mean, we all love Jeremy. I'm sure if I do any stumbling, he'll pop in and help me out. <laughs> right, right. So um, I want to hear a little bit about your background because you've got some circus background, some training. How did you get into this and what was your training and background? Yeah, I started I started stripping uh, in Portland, Oregon, and one of the girls that I was dancing with actually invited me to her first ever student showcase as an aerialist. Um, it was kind of her first time performing, um, and I just loved it. I, I had seen Cirque du Soleil a bunch of times, and I was really just like, you know what, I'm picking up a flyer, and I'm going to start taking classes, and I really took to it. I think it helped a little bit that I had already been doing some pole dancing, but really, they don't cross over a ton. It's very different skill set for each apparatus you do. Mm -hmm. So I started taking classes, and within about a year, I did my first ever 
student showcase performance. And within three years, I was teaching at the studio that I started at. <laughs> student to teacher. I like that. I like that. Um, you just got back from, uh, let's see, it was uh, San Diego. What was that competition? That was the Elite Championship. Expose and A-List Features uh, kind of co-host that together. Uh, Dino, uh, the owner of Expose, puts that club on. And uh, yeah, what a, it's such a fantastic club. He really puts so much into it. He actually just installed the very first ever LED screen flooring in the industry. Hmm. So that was a really cool addition. We all got to have video playing on under our feet the entire performance. And it really added a lot to the vibe, the feel, and like even just the lighting, having that fun lighting. That sounds exciting. I uh, I have never met Dino Palmiato. I did announce his name at last year's uh, award show. I was the award show announcer. Got to announce oh. his name, but I don't think I've ever met him. And I just had to make sure I knew how to pronounce Palmiato because I wasn't going to blow that one. So uh, that's on my bucket <laughs> list to get out there and, and, and see that club. I really want to get out there. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more um, about your, your songs, your favorite music, uh, some crazy DJ stories, uh, what you hope is the future. And uh, we're going to get into a few other things. Uh, so just hang tight. We'll be back in, I think, 30 seconds. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So we are back at Behind the Curtain of What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. I have feature entertainer, pole dancer, aerialist Autumn Knights with me. We've been talking about some of the competitions that she's doing, and we want to talk about um, the next one. I believe it's your next one, which will be the EDI West. The EDIs, for those of you who don't know, that's Exotic Dancer Invitational. This one is put on by the Exotic Dancer Publications people. Uh, this is another national one. They do this in two different locations. They do the EDI West in uh, Dallas. The EDI East will be in Huntsville, Alabama. And you are performing at uh, at Bucks Clubs uh, April 19th, 20th, and 21st. Is that right? Yes. Have you performed in that room before or any of those rooms? Uh I haven't. No, I, I did try house dancing um, since I live in Dallas. I did try out 
the Bucks Cabaret location. So I technically have set foot on the stage, but I was only there for maybe two nights. And um, uh, so I'm, uh, yeah, it's a it's still pretty new to me. It'll be my, it'll be in my first time really doing a show or anything like that on that stage. Well, you're in your hometown, so that has to help out a little bit. You'll feel a little more comfortable. You won't be having to travel or live out of a hotel or whatever for the week, I'm assuming. But uh, yeah. yeah, so that'll be a little nice. Um, the reason I'm assuming also, because it's your, your local city, but the reason I'm assuming you picked that one is because they do have aerials. The other uh, competition does not. But I have to ask you, this is going to be done in three different clubs, a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday. Um, so you're going to be performing on the Friday. And if you make top three, you'll be performing on a Saturday, two different clubs. How hard is it for you being an aerialist? Because I'm, I'm assuming the stages are different. The apparatus uh, is different. Do you get a chance to get in there and practice a little in the afternoon and, uh, and kind of get used to that? Or do you just go up there cold? So I think the only opportunity we have is we do have to come in and rig the apparatus earlier and make sure our height is like where we want it to be mm -hmm. and figure out how to um, put everything off to the side. So it's out of the way while everyone else is performing. So um, I think beyond just kind of putting it up and sitting on it for a minute, I don't know how much time that's something you always have to be prepared for anytime you're doing any, any performing is, the uh, circumstances aren't always going to be ideal and you might not get much of an opportunity to do a lot of stage feeling out or practice. So you kind of have to be ready to just do your best and make last minute changes as necessary. Well, well, I'm going to say good luck to you. Um, I'm going to get into a different subject right now, music, because uh, we are on the Pantheon Podcast Network, which is a music-based podcast network. And they like for me to pick your brain about music. So first of all, how do you pick your music for your shows, like your aerial shows and things? It's hard. It really is difficult. Uh, most of these competitions and all of the features, they have a kind of time limit. So you're working within a certain um, number of minutes. For example, uh, Stripper Olympics, you can do three minute songs. So you often have to cut something down. Whereas Aerial Angels, we get four minutes and then you're looking for something. It's between three and four. So that's a little easier. Then when you're doing your feature shows, it's a lot about energy. It's about theme. It's kind of getting everything to blend together in a way that is fluid. You don't want songs to drag on too long and get kind of dull and you don't want them to be too slow. So there's a lot that goes into it. I find it, it can be kind of challenging sometimes. And then you find your favorites and you kind of stick with them for a while mm -hmm. and then maybe you get tired of them and you have to figure out something else. But <laughs> um, I personally end up liking um, kind of what well, I call it pretty EDM. Mm -hmm. um, I like a lot of variation. So kind of a little slow parts, little silent moments, big exciting drops where I can spin really fast or do a really cool, exciting trip uh, trick. Sorry. And so, yeah, it can, it can take a lot of time just, listening and skipping through and looking at the timestamp. And, uh, but I, I typically end up performing to EDM because I, I like the high energy of it. Mm -hmm. Do you have a particular song right now that you're like, you're just loving to perform to? Yes. It's called gold stupid love. And I'm honestly, for it being one of my favorite songs, I am blanking on the artist at this moment. Um, but it's, it's a very, uh, upbeat well, it's got it's really strong fluctuations. So the drops are really big, and then the silent moments are really beautiful and fluid and really sexy. 
I'm going to have to uh, Spotify that one. I don't know it. So uh, that's why I like talking to entertainers because you guys, you guys teach me a lot of stuff about music. In the old days, DJs were the experts, right? And nowadays with uh, Spotify and everything out there, you guys, um, you have access to so much more music and you. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's always a fun thing. Um, what about personal music? Like when you're, um, say, uh, I don't know, out exercising, you got the earbuds in, uh, what do you listen to and do you have any favorites there? When I'm driving around in the car, I often, I like to listen to sad music for some reason. Really? Um, I call them the sad beauties, but they're, it's just like pretty songs about just, I don't know, anything, little breakup songs or whatever. I just, I like to sing. So stuff that I can sing along to, um, yeah, I'm not sure why. One of my favorite songs is by uh, Noah Cyrus. It's called Percocet. It just mm. has like a, a really nice um, melody to it, and it's just pretty and sad. <laughs> nice. Okay, and then uh, I think one of my final questions for you is going to be, what is the the hope for the future? Right now you're doing these competitions uh, and being an aerialist, and you're climbing very, very Fast and quick in this industry. I mean, you're you have you have gone from uh, here to here. You can't see my hands while you're listening to this on the radio, but they were low <laughs> and high. Just for the record, um, yeah. I mean, you have really, really come on strong. So, what is the what's the end goal? Where would you like to see this take you? Um, I love to travel, so getting all these bookings all over the country is just a really fun way to get to travel around and see a little bit of the of the country and. Um, I mean, I love international travel too. So any opportunity I have to do that, I will absolutely take. Um, but I love to perform. I love to dress up. I feel like it's just um, kind of a stage horror in that way. Um, but I think that's part of what we, what we all like about it is that maybe there's a little bit of that like kid at heart that really loves to put on put on a show, put on a costume, put on the makeup, become a different character all the time. Um, I'm pretty, I only just found out about featuring a couple of years ago. So uh, right before I started participating in these com competitions, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, uh, what the possibilities are. I guess I'm still figuring it out, but I'm excited and I'm having a great time so far. Mm -hmm. And one other uh, question that I just thought of, you had mentioned earlier about uh, Ariel Angels coming up and I, I forgot that you're doing that one as well. That's next week. Uh, down at Michael's Men's Club. Uh, so you've got a little bit of an advantage because you have been on that stage before, but it's still going to be tough. I mean, uh, tell me what, what your thoughts are and what you're going to be doing down there for Aerial Angels. Yeah, so this is actually my second time doing Aerial Angels. I won it last year, and oh, that was you? my first entrance into really meeting anyone, and it was my first competition in the industry. Um, Bailey reached out to me online because um, she had seen some of my aerial videos that I'd been posting and invited me to come. Um, and that's kind of holds a special place in my heart, honestly, because it is like kind of marks my my one year anniversary of participating in all these feature kind of activities. It's my first time meeting Bailey, first time meeting Charzane, uh, first time going to Michael's Men's Club and meeting other people in the industry. Um, so it's it's kind of fun to be going back. Um, we do one pole performance and one aerial performance, which is great for me because those are my, my strengths. The thing I'm finding with featuring is that the long 12 to 15 minutes, um, it's all the, the things in between that I need to really get together and fill in the space with because I tend to be the most confident on one of the apparatuses and it's time for me to 
branch out a little and get more into some other little skills and, and to, to add more variety to my shows. Um, but for Ariel Angels, it's pretty straightforward. There's no not really a theme required, no costume requirements. It's just kind of really show off your skills. So that's it's it's fun for me. Good, good. And if people want to follow you, find out where you're performing, where you're competing, different things, uh, can you run by your social medias for me? Absolutely. Uh, my main one that you're going to find most of your, the information on is going to be my Instagram, which is Autumn Nights, and that's K-N-I-G-H-T, dot official on Instagram. And then I have a Facebook under Autumn Nights, and I've got a few little TikTok accounts that I'm playing around with under Autumn, autumn.xoxo, um, Autumn Nights, you know, variety of those. But um, primarily I use my Instagram. Good. Well, I'm, I have, I don't have, I don't, I'm not following your TikTok, so you're going to get a new follower here on your Great. account. <laughs> Autumn, yeah, and this has just been really incredible to talk to you. I want to take an opportunity to remind everybody that all of the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcasts, including the Panda Top 20, Bubbling Under, Off the Charts, Flashback Friday, Classic Rock Remixes, and Behind the Curtains can be found at whatshotitsc.com. And I forgot to mention the Hall of Fame show, which is our brand new one that we just got on there as well. Autumn Nights, I wish you so much luck at Ariel Angels and also at EDI West Bucks Club uh, Dallas. That's April 19th, 20th, and 21st. Jumping all the way up into the showgirl competition. So, Autumn, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me, Danny. Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong, presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.